Ruthless Talk community, good morning, afternoon, evening, wherever you are in the world and whenever you are tuning into this video from home. My name is James Porcelli. I'm Brian Thomas. So it's time to talk some AEW or AKA the, the shit, shit show. show. <laughs> there it is. There it is, Brian. Yep. Hot garbage, um, man. Show kicks off in hour number one, Orange Cassidy versus Wheeler, Utah for the All-Atlantic uh, Championship. Match time was under 18 minutes. Uh, Claudio hits the ring ringside. He's He comes storming down the ring during this match. You know, uh, Cassidy's getting the upper hand. He slaps the dude across the face like, yo, dude, get your fucking shit together. Or right. isn't the BCC supposed to be like, aren't they supposed to be baby faces? But because they they I don't even know if like they're a thing anymore. Match, man. They, uh, yes, I know. Heels, they screamed heels to me. Or at least right. that's the role that they were playing specifically for this match, guys. It's like it's like we're doing heel and face turns, and like and nobody's even noticing that it's even a feel because that's again like you're asking a babyface team to play the role of a heel for what for for us to just for one match. Like, what the fuck? And, and, and guys, you understand why nobody gives a shit about this show, why ratings are so low, et cetera, et cetera, because it's shit like this. Yep. That makes zero sense. Why is this match starting off the night? I have no fucking idea. But why not? Because it's a freaking banger. Like, that's all that matters in this company, right? Um, Yeah, and, and it's just like, and here's the thing, too. Like, there's... There's supposed to be, like, I guess you could say there's a little bit of history between Orange Cassidy and Wheeler Yuta, because obviously Wheeler Yuta started with the best friends. So right. why not make a free? Here's a crazy concept, Tony. Make a freaking storyline out of it, and instead of wasting it on your dynamite show, build it towards a pay per view called, oh, I don't know, AEW Revolution? That's in two weeks? I don't know. Like, well, what the fuck do I know, Brian? Honest, mm -hmm. Honestly. Audio is, he's like, he's standing on the ramp, like he's like this, like he's this parent, like, come here, like, get your, get over here, you don't belong, no, don't do that, son, right, no, that's bad, you come here, <laughs> like he's yeah. a freaking, like he's a dog, like, come over, like, with his pointer finger, like. Yeah, as far as the Blackpool Combat, Combat Club, like, are they even a thing anymore? Like, I don't, you know, Danielson's not really involved, um. I forget uh, they're even a team. <laughs> right. I mean, it's, That's it's how we relevant been, they are. Yeah, it's Crazy. mostly been Claudio and Wheeler kind of still together, and John and Daniels, and, you know, I don't know where they're going with this, and another story, like, I don't care. It, it just, it doesn't matter, because, you know, oh, next week they'll, you know, both of them will be fighting somebody else completely random, completely different, and there'll probably be little to no follow-up. So... They're not investing. Why the fuck should I, man? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> like, why does anyone need to see a match between Orange Cassidy and Wheeler Yuta? Oh, wait, what, what? Are we going to get a, a, a trio schmaz fucking circus type of a match now with Blackpool Combat Club and, and best friends? Like, again, yeah. man, I, I just... But yet we've already seen Cassidy and Wheeler Yuta in the ring together, so we know what they're going to bring to the table in that type of matchup anyway. So what mm -hmm. is the point now? Like that right. suspense of what they're going to be like in the ring is gone because we've seen the match. Yep. People defend this. And I'm just like, are you freaking like you dude, you're part, you're part of the problem. Like right. if you're Absolutely. seriously thinking this shit is acceptable, 
then like you first of all you have no idea what you're talking about and like i said you're part of the problem that's not me trying to be mean guys that is legit the truth because this is not how professional wrestling is supposed to be it's just not and like with claudio like like, like who who is giving a shit about claudio like you need to put him in more intriguing shit than having him just go out there. Now, I thought the slap that he gave to Wheeler Yuta was kind of freaking badass. It was yeah. kind of like a cool... Si- that was, like, honestly the only part of the match where I'm just like, oh, shit, this dude slapped him hard as shit in the face. <laughs> right, but That right. was it. And yep, like, so, but, was like, it. you gotta showcase more Claudio more than just his fucking in-ring skills, man. Like, enough. Number one, this was uh, Ricky <clears throat> Starks. Absolute Ricky Starks hits the ring. Um, you know, he cuts a promo. He's, he takes out a contract. Um, that states an open challenge for anyone to face him at Revolution. And he states that he is, uh, he's, I guess you can say he's done with Chris Jericho. You know, he's like, right. Listen, I'm done with Jericho. This, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking ahead. I want a new challenger. He pulls out this contract for an open challenge. He calls out for anyone to accept, uh, his challenge for Revolution. And, uh, Chris Jericho music hits, um, I, I I do like the I do love the fact that people still sing to Judas. I, I, I to me that never gets mm-hmm. old when fans sing his his theme song. Um, so yeah, he uh, he's standing up on the stage and he says he says you're not done with Chris Jericho until he until he says so. It's like he's like listen, you know I'm not done until you know we till I say we're done. Um, and he says this match won't happen because you know Ricky Starks, you're not on my level. And he's like, you know, so, you know, you know, so good luck to your little open challenge. I hope it works well for you. Like talking like, you know, just just kind of being a dick in a way about it. Um, and then I uh, what what's this guy's name? Fucking uh, Peter Avalon. Peter, pretty Peter Avalon. This guy just comes out <laughs> and just pretty much just gets a Judas effect right in his mug. By the way, Jericho's wearing this spike jacket. So he pretty much took spikes right to his freaking dome pace when he freaking got hit with the Judas effect. Um, so yeah, he's wearing this all spike jacket and then Jericho just marches to the ring. Um, so yeah, Peter Avalon, it gets, he gets laid out on his ass. Um, you know, and now Jericho and Starks, they're in the ring, they're face to face now. Um, he said Jericho states that he would love to sign the contract. So now Jericho all of a sudden wants a part of this, this match. I mean, you're like, are you getting confused and like getting like, Oh, this like, I got a lot to I say don't about under, this. Like, one. who yeah. fucking, who wrote this shit? <laughs> I have no and idea. Bro, Brian, no one's calling this out. Like, I, I just I had to like I think I had to rewatch this segment. Like, I want to say another five times to to hear it properly. He legit said that he the match won't happen because he's not on his level. That's giving me like the reason that oh he's not gonna accept the challenge so so i'm not i'm not gonna fight you because you're i'm better than you you're not on my level the match that i had with you before was a fluke i'm not doing this rematch and all of a sudden now he just he wants a part of this this rematch guys is like is anyone following up with this or am i the only fucking person that's gonna call this out because all i hear brian too is like oh how great this segment was how awesome this segment was it was a funny cool little segment when no one's calling out the writing who is writing this this confusing bullshit he's, I don't he's, he's saying he's, that but it was awful the freaking the 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 open challenge now he storms to the ring and now he wants to sign this contract guys what the fuck the, yeah. guys this is the build 
right? This is what's getting you excited to revolution. Tony Khan is doing the best he can to just confuse the fuck out of you. <laughs> Guys, I, I don't know what I don't know what to say anymore. I, I I really don't. Listen, this would have been fine, Brian, if the if whoever wrote this shit wasn't from a freaking toddler. <laughs> like, oh, I want I don't want to fight you. Now I do want to fight you. Like it, it like this feud isn't done while I say we're done. And then like, oh, I, this match is not going to happen because you're not on my level. Oh, but now I want the match because you don't think I can beat you one on one. And my 12 year old step stepbrother can write a better fucking script than this. Yeah. I mean, whoever wrote this script needs to be fucking fired. And, and like that's being <laughs> like that's being generous. This segment last night officially ruined any interest I have in Jericho and Starks. It was it was just trash. Starks just had to run the Garcia Guevara gauntlet, right? So now all that shit's completely irrelevant because yeah, ex exactly. The, the, the yes. whole the whole buildup was it's you got to beat these guys. Yeah, it's completely for nothing because ultimately Jericho comes out there, adds and you know a little amendment to the contract saying that JAS won't get involved and then signs a contract to fight him. What the fuck, Peter fucking Avalon, like. Why? Why did that? Why did that even happen? You know, that's another thing. And then Give also some like TV time, I guess. I don't know. Like they like feel kinda, bad for him. They're, they're, they're throwing a bone here. You want some like 50 seconds of TV time? There you go. I don't know, man. Yeah. Whoever wrote this freaking script, it's like they just they put a half ass effort in or, they're or like just they're or like they're just coming into it. Like they have no idea what happened two weeks ago. Right. Or they're like, just, yeah, they're exactly. Just, or they're just like, a bunch of freaking rookies hiring either a bunch of rookies that are they don't know what they're doing or they just are putting in the most lazy type of effort imaginable. Like, yeah. but again, nobody, but Brian, I, I'm more baffled that nobody's calling it out. I mean, no, nobody like, said a word. Like if you're saying like, cause I, I don't really like follow all that much social media of like, you know, what, who's saying what's great or whatever. But yeah, if people, even AEW fans uh, of which I, I am one of those, if you're saying this is, this is great or this is awesome or this is, I'm sorry, man. Like that, this whole segment between Jericho and and Ricky Starks, given everything that's already happened in the story, it was a fucking disaster, man. And and honestly, that that uh, you know, the list thing with with Jericho, that was that was the yeah, only entertaining. That was probably the, the only entertaining. Was and, a pen click, guys. A pen but click. I'm, I'm that's looking at Jericho. You need to know. Right, I'm looking at fans. They're like, okay, there's not a lot of storytelling. There's just match to match to match every single freaking week. It's like something's got to change here. Like the fact that your diehard AEW fans are saying this now says a lot. And I yeah. and I and I knew that was going to be the case, guys. Because if you remember what I've said for weeks and weeks and weeks, that it won't be too long until that niche audience is going to be like, okay, all we're just seeing is great matches. There's there's nothing. There's nothing to get invested in for the next few weeks. Like I need something more. And you're already you're already starting to again if you're if you're on, you know, social media like, you know, with with Twitter, obviously wrestling Twitter is like a just it's like a whole nother freaking level that guys you <laughs> don't not want to be a part of. I'm just I'm just telling you that right now. But those that niche audience is even like, man, this is this is the same this is the same crap. I need to see more. Mm -hmm. Like that's bad. Yep. Match was the acclaimed versus lee moriarty and big bill i guess that's what he's going by now is uh is big bill yeah match time was under eight minutes again you guys know when it comes to the claim i gotta mention some lyrics in the rap and one lyric stood out up above the rest which was uh he says big bill 
Your girl just texted me. She says you are S A W F T. <laughs> if you guys remember yeah. Enzo and Big yep. Cass from WWE, and of course his ex girlfriend, uh, Carmella, from from years ago, like that. If you guys know that whole spiel, then I'm sure you popped from that because that that was freaking hysterical. Feud is supposed to be between the guns and the acclaim, right? Even though we've yep. seen the freaking match, and now we're gonna get it again. And now you just involve two other freaking teams. It's just like, why? And what are we doing? <laughs> and but look, if the Gun Club is really a team that you want in the title picture, even though it's the worst freaking business decision you can ever do, that's no shade to the Gun Club. But then, okay, fine. But like, why would they turn on? Why would they win the championships and then have them and have the acclaimed? Uh, face them now with against two other teams that have no business being involved in this situation. God, don't be shocked, Brian, too, if they give the titles back to the acclaimed or somebody else. Because I bet you Tony Khan heard that backlash because you know how Tony Khan is and listening mm-hmm. to, to people. Because he does, how, regardless of how clueless he is. Um, <laughs> He he does, you know, I'm sure he does listen to what, I mean, do, I mean, I mean, for fuck's sake, he He's he's so worried about what Ariel Hawani is saying on a WWE <laughs> production that his own freaking product. So, yeah. um, so the acclaimed is leaving the ring, and it seems like they're not sure where to go because Tony Schiavone is already up at the top of the ramp getting ready to do an interview. So the acclaimed has to leave through the crowd, and it just like I don't know if that was set. Yeah. It just it looked very odd, and it, it just it just looked like it's out of sync. Right, just out of sync and in like a like a high school drama play where people are scattering around and not quite sure where to be when. And if you're t- if you want to talk about having a war with WWE, then you better button that shit up, man, because it's it's just, it's, it's just sloppy. Yeah, just sloppy. smart fans like us, Brian, are going to notice that, and they're going to be like, yeah. "Dude, what what are you doing?" It's just <laughs> like Max Bowens is going up the ramp. Oh snap! Wait, there's supposed to be an interview segment. And then, oh, it's like, oh, snap. Okay, let's just leap through the crowd. It's just like, again, it's just this whole yeah. entire, this whole company is a freaking disaster. It's just a disaster. We have less than two weeks away. We don't even know what one of the other tag teams are in this match. So we expect them to be, to win a fucking battle royal, get in the match. And okay, now we expect us, the fans, to give a shit about them in the tag title match now sitting here watching the show and i'm like are we at hour number two like is mjf <laughs> coming out is, is 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 christian cage coming out a few bright spots of the show um yeah it was a quick little segment but i do like the story that they're telling there um <laughs> or i should say at least they're freaking telling a story so that's a positive it's, it's uh, something <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's, right it's something it's not just a freaking match or just a promo like how many times also it's, it's not, not it's not that they just do a match but it's like a backstage promo match backstage promo match Ooh. match in-ring promo it's like get a segment like where we yeah. can like get some feel like you know what i mean like enough right. with just these standard like standing in backstage just promoting oh i want to challenge you to rampage really yeah <laughs> because shit, they, they can't even write you know a storyline week to week let alone a two and a half month storyline. I, I don't trust them to do that right now. So definitely not expecting that from them. So Ray and Tony Storm are retreating again. They're just having an obsession also with spray paint. Like they're this Walmart version of the NWO. 
or something like that. I, I don't know. <laughs> Walmart version. <laughs> like, seriously, that's what right it is. Now, I, yeah, right? I mean, uh, Brian, you know oh, yeah, better than sure. anybody. The NWO with the spray paint and Jamie Hader. Uh, reminder, guys, she's your she's your uh, she's your AEW Women's Champion. Just a reminder, if you oh. forgot. No, obviously, right? and if you did forget, then you know, I'm not surprised, and I don't blame you. Oh, I have a great idea. Let's keep her off television. Right. Let's put her. Let's have her lose in a bunch of irrelevant matches, and then when the timing is right, let's just throw her in a world title match. That's gonna get everybody. I mean, guys, what in the fuck are we doing? On honest to God, he's legit just throwing five to six females out there and just say, "Go do a bunch of crazy shit and go just go do your thing," because we Mm -hmm. have nothing else for you. So let's just throw everybody out there. That's what this is, guys. And this is how it's leading up to a women's championship match. It is pathetic. It is a it is a disgrace. I feel so bad for Jamie Hader because ever since she's won this title from Tony Storm, she has been irrelevant. She just hasn't been given shit since she won the title. So I'm yeah. thinking this, Brian. At some point, Britt Baker turns on Jamie Hader, and mm. you can tell the story like, oh, like Britt Baker, like. Um, I guess she may be playing the jealous card and maybe, well, maybe not the right. jealous card. Like she goes out and obviously not saying she's jealous, but that's something that Jamie Hader can maybe come across of, of saying, but saying like, oh, like, you know, Jamie Hader, she's in over his head. Like she forgot who made her relevant, blah, blah, blah. Make up, maybe get personal with maybe because mm-hmm. they grew up together. Maybe you can get really personal, get some cool segments going and build the freaking, hey, here's a concept, Tony. A feud. <laughs> yeah. I mean, guys, this is what's going through my head. The fact that I'm more creative, and Brian, even you also come up with a lot of creative stuff on the show, than Tony Khan, <laughs> that's a really big fucking issue. Yeah, I think it's something that they should definitely do uh, here in the future because, uh, yeah, it, it's sitting right in your lap. I mean, it, it, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to write that story. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I, I'd be down with that. Yeah. But what do I know, guys? I'm just a podcaster. <laughs> I just come on here and just, I frankly, I'm just negative about everything that AEW does and this and this and that. He's like, you are no better than your drug-addicted mentor, William Regal. And I'm like, dude, the, the shit that this dude says on t- it, bro, this is why it's like you hear the line and the delivery. It's just like, it's like even like, let's say like if you're just a casual fan, right? And you're just on your phone and all of a sudden like, you just look up. He's like, "Did he just say what I think he just said?" Yeah, by far the best, the best segment of the night. Um, MJF on the mic, as always, man. Uh, you know, delivers. There's your positive, guys. There's a segment of the night, and again, involves MJF. What a shocker! <laughs> now you got one more week to mm-hmm. at least give me some, give me somewhat invested into this, because Brian, because we've gone through, because this is what they should have been doing from the from the very first week. Yeah. of this freaking feud but instead we wasted freaking a month to mm-hmm. give danielson match after match after match after match after match guys we know he's a great freaking wrestler why <laughs> right. is he in there with every single just schmuck that he's gonna that we already know that he's gonna freaking beat anyway yeah it's just we've wasted free it's like we talked about uh jericho and starks like everything leading up to that segment of him just Jericho just signing the contract anyway with the Garcia gauntlet like what was the freaking point of all of this up next we have the good old tag team battle royal yeah guys I, I can't I can't make this shit up uh, tag teams like JAS which was Angelo Parker and uh, Daddy Magic and you also had best friends you had uh, Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal you had the Lucha Bros you had Butcher and Blade 
you had top flight you had all these motherfuckers in there because we have nothing for anybody because this tag division we don't know how to book this tag division it's fucking irrelevant so briscoe he's acting like he's this freaking like this dude on crystal meth and he's just out there just freaking like just off his rocker or whatever like by the end of this match it was a fucking circus i mean they knew they fucked up they knew they fucked up giving these titles to the gun club that's everything that you need to know so instead but instead because they knew the gun club and and, and the acclaimed like oh that's a pay-per-view match you've already done the match at dynamite it didn't the ratings didn't go so well with that it's probably not going to work too well for the pay-per-view so let's just throw a bunch of motherfuckers in there but here's the problem the story doesn't involve any of these other freaking teams so you back yourself in the corner you know you've effed up and now you're just throwing team after team but here's the problem it's just going to be just another circus because gone are the days brian where we just have just one tag team and another tag team and you tell the freaking story and that's it it's just like any type of one-on-one freaking feud but no we gotta have a three-way tag we gotta have a four-way tag we gotta have a five-way tag hell at some point we might have a 10-way freaking tag who the hell knows yeah. Um, again, there's nothing. There's nothing that needs to be said. No. There's really nothing. I mean, this. It's a, again. They're, you're throwing in another team because, and you expect me to care when they when they wrestle for this for, for these tag titles. Like, who gives a shit? I'm just thinking, like, who? So if they had eight to nine teams out, so that's you know 16, 18 wrestlers out there. Yeah. Who the hell else is left? <laughs> I don't yeah, know. Yeah. I want to say Tony Khan going back into his back room, you know, all the superstars that he has on the <laughs> shelves collecting dust. Oh, I still have this tag team, and I still have this tag team. Well, let me throw them into, uh, let me th- let me throw right. them into this battle royal because I've no. Oh, else. Miro Archer, you're a tag team now. Get out there, like, right, right, yeah, just, but, but put, oh, let me put Archer and let me put, uh, uh, let me put Fuckwad Fred in a team. That's a freaking good team, right? <laughs> yeah, right. Speaking of Lance Archer, uh, Lance Archer is returning. Yay! <laughs> it's on Rampage. So right. you gotta go. So you gotta go to the show that nobody watches. That got legit, Brian. A two two eighty seven two hundred eighty seven thousand viewership this past week. That's the show that you gotta see Lance Archer on. Because mm-hmm. forget putting him on Dynamite. We gotta freaking have the freaking Sky Blues. We gotta freaking have you know whatever this feud is with Soraya and Soho. Right, we gotta have all this other shit. We gotta have Orange Cassidy and Wheeler Yuta. We gotta have freaking the Daniel Garcias, but not Lance Archer. You know, why nope. nah, let's just throw him over at Rampage. The, the segment ends and the match ends, and then Excalibur's like, all right, now we go backstage with Tony Giovanni. And like, can I just dissect what the fuck did I just watch, man? A House of Black sends a message to the elite. And you, again, you have to go see that on Rampage because they're I guess they're going to send a message to them on Rampage. And guys, what is that going to like? What is that setting up a match, a, a trios title match? Because the trios division is really helping the freaking business as well. Uh, not like next week. The answer's no. Uh, and what they're going to go against the elite and challenge for trios titles. Maybe it's going to lead them to a match. Oh, great. Like, well, they're going to do a bunch of flips and dives. They're going to dive over the top rope and they're going to freaking do a suicide dive. They might hit a hundred Canadian destroyers. And then freaking uh, uh, Omega is going to roll up freaking Buddy Matthews for for the win. That that's <laughs> and it's going to go twenty plus minutes. So don't be shocked, guys. That Tony Khan made his big announcements. The big announcements, and that big announcement was what that a crock of shit. It's, it's, it's pretty much just a <laughs> whole bunch of uh, just a crock of shit, a whole bunch of nonsense. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that whole that nonsense is the fact that well, he lets Adam Cole. <laughs> announced like oh it's like i'm in this tux i'm in this night suit 
But here, I'll let one of my talent just announce it for me because because uh, he knows that this, this shouldn't be announced on television anyway. So I'm gonna I'm gonna head out. But uh, yeah, good to see everybody. <laughs> right. Like this, honestly, should be at the same time frame of when Rampage is. You put all access, whatever this show is, on your Friday night and replace Rampage with this show. Because why does this need... Because now you need to see three hours of Dynamite or three hours of AEW. I just went through hell watching just two hours of this shit. Now I gotta watch another hour just to see a bunch of backstage... Like, whatever the fuck. Yeah. <laughs> to the Tony Khan announcement. Oh, God, what a bunch of garbage that was. I'm here to make an announcement. Well, hold on. I'm going to bring Adam Cole to make the announcement that I said I was going to make. Because he knows. He knows that this shouldn't even be on television. <laughs> and here's the thing with Adam Cole. Guys, look. Okay, great. He's going to be in, in, in action again in the ring. Okay, that's great. Guys, I know Adam Cole is a good wrestler. Mm-hmm. I don't need to see him in just another good match. Now, I, I hope this leads to something, Brian. I hope to God that this is just not a just a coming out party for Adam Cole and he just wrestles a match and then he he does his spiel like his, you know, and, and uh, you know, gloats to the crowd and all this stuff. Yeah. And they just, and they, you know, do, go, go about business as usual. Like, can you get Adam Cole involved in something? I don't need to see him in another wrestling match. I know that he's a good wrestler. I know that. Yeah. Put him in something meaningful for once. And all you this time. Him up to say right. he's back. <laughs> right? I'm back. I'm back in AEW. Two to three weeks later, nowhere to be seen. But then he comes back. Oh, never mind. Now I'm back. And I'm going to wrestle. Uh, no, not, not in February. Not this. Oh, March 5th. Yeah. And that, that again, even if he, you know, if he hasn't been medically cleared, you know, that's cool, fine, whatever. Right. But, then but you could have been taking this time to to build some, get him yeah. in the backstage segments, make a or build behind a few. the scenes, start to plan stuff. Right. If he's not right. physically back, then okay. If he's not going to be back till March, okay, fine. Start to plan a. You got all this have time. Something man. for him when he comes back. Right. Don't just make an announcement again. This is rookie shit. Yeah, absolutely fucking ridiculous. You know, it doesn't take doesn't take more than three minutes for all that blood to start gushing out, Brian, because you know about AEW and how they know. And when it's a John Moxley match, so you knew blood yep. was going to start pouring in the next two to three minutes. Um, just it's just crazy. Uh, Hangman goes for the buckshot lariat and Mox retreats because the BCC guys is, are just heels. There, there's your heel turn. Right, there's your freaking heel, just out of the blue, doesn't feel special, gets people fucking confused. This is this company in a nutshell, and they expect us to care. They expect us to care. It's hilarious. Yeah, and then Mox retreats like he's a freaking heel. All of a sudden, um, it's like, oh well, James, that's his, you know his character is like this and this, and this is this guy's. Enough of defending this shit. I, if I hear another schmuck in this community defend this type of booking like i'm not even going to acknowledge i don't i don't even acknowledge these people anymore right i i don't <laughs> i really don't i'm just like you're not even wait you're not even worth my time like just be in your own freaking bubble because i it's just it's you're part of the problem and and that's it um it's like, listen if you love the segment that's totally fine if you like john moxley right now totally fine like there's no shade but don't tell me that don't freaking bullshit me and try to sell me that this is working Stop. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. Typical Moxley match. Yeah. It'll be a great wrestling match. <laughs> I don't care. Cause this is garbage. 